Section 39 of Micrographia. This is a LibriVox recording. All LibriVox recordings are in the public domain. For more information or to volunteer, please visit LibriVox.org. Micrographia by Robert Hooke. Section 39. Observation 34. Of the Sting of a Bee. The sting of a bee, delineated in the second figure of the sixteenth scheme, seems to be a weapon of offense, and is as great an instance that nature did really intend revenge as any, and that first, because there seems to be no other use of it, secondly, by reason of its admirable shape, seeming to be purposely shaped for that very end, thirdly, from the virulency of the liquor it ejects, and the sad effects and symptoms that follow it. But whatever be the use of it, certain it is that the structure of it is very admirable what it appears to the naked eye i need not describe the thing being known almost to every one but it appears through the microscope to consist of two parts the one a sheath without a chape or top shaped almost like the holster of a pistol beginning at d and ending at b this sheath i could most plainly perceive to be hollow and to contain in it both a sword or dart and the poisonous liquor that causes the pain. The sheath, or case, seemed to have several joints or settings together, marked by F-G-H-I-K-L-M-N-O. It was armed, moreover, near the top, with several crooks, or forks, P-Q-R-S-T, on one side, and P-Q-R-S-T-U, on the other, each of which seemed like so many thorns growing on a briar or rather like so many cat's claws. For the crooks themselves seem to be little sharp transparent points, or claws, growing out of little protuberancies on the side of the sheath, which, by observing the figure diligently, is easy enough to be perceived, and from several particulars, I suppose, the animal has a power of displaying them, and shutting them in again as it pleases, as a cat does its claws, or as an adder or viper can its teeth or fangs. The other part of the sting was the sword, as I may so call it, which is sheathed, as it were, in it, the top of which, A-B, appears quite through at the smaller end, just as if the shape of the sheath of a sword were lost, and the end of it appeared beyond the scabbard. The end of this dart, A, was very sharp, and it was armed likewise with the like tender hooks or claws with those of the sheath, such as V-X-Y, X-Y-Z-Z. These crooks, I am very apt to think, can be closed up also or laid flat to the sides of the sword when it is drawn into the scabbard, as I have several times observed it to be, and can be spread again or extended whenever the animal pleases. The consideration of which very pretty structure has hinted to me that certainly the use of these claws seems to be very considerable, as to the main end of this instrument, for the drawing in and holding the sting in the flesh. For the point being very sharp, the top of the sting or dagger, A-B, is very easily thrust into an animal's body, which being once entered, the bee, by endeavoring to pull it into the sheath, draws, by reason of the crooks, V-X-Y and X-Y-Z-Z, which lay hold of the skin on either side, the top of the sheath, T-S-R-V, into the skin after it, and the crooks, T-S and R-V, being entered, when the bee endeavors to thrust out the top of the sting out of the sheath again, they lay hold of the skin on either side and do not only keep the sheath from sliding back, but helps the top inwards. 
and thus by an alternate and successive retracting and emitting of the sting in and out of the sheath, the little enraged creature by degrees makes his revengeful weapon pierce the toughest and thickest hides of his enemies, insomuch that some few of these stout and resolute soldiers with these little engines do often put to flight a huge, nasty bear, one of their deadly enemies, and thereby show the world how much more considerable in war a few skilful engineers and resolute soldiers politically ordered that know how to manage such engines are than a vast unwieldy rude force that confides in and acts only by its strength but to proceed that he thus gets in his sting into the skin i conjecture because when i have observed this creature living i have found it to move the sting thus to and fro and thereby also perhaps does, as twere, pump or force out the poisonous liquor and make it hang at the end of the sheath about B in a drop. The crooks I suppose also to be the cause why these angry creatures, hastily removing themselves from their revenge, do often leave these weapons behind them, sheathed, as twere, in the flesh, and by that means cause the painful symptoms to be greater and more lasting, which are very probably caused partly by the piercing and tearing of the skin by the sting, but chiefly by the corrosive and poisonous liquor that is by this syringe pipe conveyed among the sensitive parts thereof, and thereby more easily gnaws and corrodes those tender fibres, as I have showed in the description of a nettle and of cowage. End of section 39. Recording by Philip Gould.